What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to Spoiler Reels. I'm your host. My name, Angel. And if you are new to the podcast, make sure you guys check out my Instagram page, uh, Spoiler Reels, Spoiler underscore Reels. It's where you see all the content out there. Make sure you subscribe, like, you know, the whole social media thing. Uh, make sure you let other people know about this podcast. I'm trying to grow this podcast as much as possible, as much as I can. Um, as you know, if you're new to it and you started with this episode, uh, make sure you check out all the other episodes. I might have reviewed a movie you've been wanting to hear a review about. Who knows? Or you know, who knows? Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, basically, I'm just I do this episode to see if. Um, uh, to kind of help you guys out as far as, you know, like people that, you know, have, have a busy, busy life, busy schedule that don't really have the time to go to the movies or watch a movie or anything like that. And when you do have the fight the fight, when you finally do have the time to, to watch a movie, whether it's going to, uh, the movie theater or you're streaming something at home, uh, you don't want to waste your time, you know, cause your time, you, you know, you, you don't have too much of it when it's, you know, when it's you and, uh, you know, uh, a significant other or a fam, you know, with family or something like that. This is why I come in and, and let you guys know whether it's worth it or not. And, of course, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, spoilers everywhere. Uh, so if you don't want the movie spoiled, you can always message me on Instagram and just ask me, like, hey, man, is it worth it? Is it not? Is it worth, you know buying the ticket at the movie theater and all this other shit, is it worth it? I'm just here to tell you guys whether, and I'll let you guys know right away, like, is it, you know, yes, it is. No, it's not. Are you into these kind of movies? If not, you know, don't watch it or anything like that. So uh, I'm here to help out as much as I can for you guys. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm no pro at it, so I'm going to, you know, you might agree or disagree with, with some of my reviews or my, or my ratings on it, and that's fine. Uh, this is subjective, so, you know, if you disagree with me, that, that's fine, man. You can always let me know in the comments below as well why, why you disagree with me, with my review or my rating. And, you know, I, I don't mind listening to uh, other people's opinions or, you know, it, it'd be nice to conversate about a movie where we can agree or disagree about it. So uh, that's pretty much why I do this podcast. Of course, I just love movies. I love talking about movies. So what better way to do it than the, in a podcast um, and, and, you know, uh, and, and talk about it and, and have listeners listen in and tune in. And um, it's a great feeling, man. So <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. So, uh, again, so Instagram, spoiler underscore reels. Check it out. Um, as you guys already seen the title of the movie here. Uh, so I've, uh, you guys already know. It's fairly, uh, somewhat new. I, yeah, pretty much somewhat new. I think it's like about two weeks in. Uh, so spoilers everywhere, guys. Uh, with that being said, let's get started. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right. So the movie I'll be reviewing here is called The Gray Man. Uh, it is on Netflix. I think it's a Netflix special too. So, um, yeah, let me uh, let me get onto the Wikipedia here, guys. You guys already know the deal. 
working with low equipment here. So I want to expand this thing so I can get more equipment and get it ready for you guys here. So The Gray Man, it's a PG-13 movie. Uh, it's an action slash thriller. It's about just a little two hours long. Uh, it was released on July 22nd, so last week. All right. So um, this was direct. Uh, this was directed by the Russo brothers, produced by it, and this was distributed by Netflix. Uh, IMDb gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes 47%, and the Metacritic gave it 51%. So. Uh, they're divided about this movie here. Uh, when the CIA's top asset, his identity known to no one, uncovers agency secrets, he triggers a global hunt by assassins set loose by his ex-colleague. Uh, this was this stars uh, Ryan Gosling as uh, number six. Uh, Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas is uh, Danny Miranda. Uh, Chris Evans here as Lloyd Hansen, Danush as Avik Sun, uh, Reggie Jean Page as Danny Carmichael, and Julia Butters as Claire Fitz Fitzroy. And you also have uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton here. Um, he's uh, he's in the movie, not not a whole lot, but. You know, most parts he is. So Billy Bob's in there. I, just, I wanted to include him in there because he's also a part of this film here. So uh, let's get to Wikipedia here. Let's see, I actually did not check to see whether or not they even have the plot here. Uh, they do. Okay. Let's see the budget here. So the budget is $200 million? And at the box office, no way, that can't be right. Is that right? No. Wow, uh, the box office is at 322,000. Wow, uh, I guess it's, I mean, it's only been a week, but it was at, it was like number one at, on Netflix. Um, when I went to check it out, I checked it out yesterday, it was at, it was at number one on the Netflix, uh, so three hundred and twenty-two thousand on a two hundred million budget is pretty bad. Uh, wow. Okay. Oof. And Netflix, you guys are. I'm assuming like as long as they have it in there, they're gonna keep making money every time people keep watching it. But man, that is not a good start. Uh, that's crazy. All right. Uh, the Great Man is a 2022 American action thriller film directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. From a screenplay, the latter co-wrote with Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, based on the 2009 novel of the same name by Mark Greeny. The film stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, as I mentioned already. Uh, company, uh, Russo's company, AGBO. It is the first film in a franchise based upon Greeny's Gray Man novels. The film focuses on the CIA agent, Court Gentry, who is on the run from sadistic mercenary Lloyd Hansen upon discovering corrupt secrets about his superior. Uh, so, oh, okay. I think that makes sense now. Uh, wow. With a production budget of $200 million, it is among the most expensive film made by Netflix. Well, I, 
I mean, you got some heavy hitters in the movie. The Gray Man began a limited theatrical release on July 15, 2022, followed by its digital release on Netflix on July 2022. 20, oh, okay. So that's why it only, because it was only there for a little bit. I honestly didn't even see it at the movies. I didn't even know it was at the movies. So no wonder it, was, it only had a box office of 322000 Okay, that, that, that makes a little sense. It received mixed reviews from critics with praise for the ensemble cast, with criticism towards the cliche script and breakneck and pacing. The film will be followed by a sequel with Gosling reprising his role and a spinoff. Wow. Uh, I actually do agree with the fact that it is a cliche film. Um, and I'll, I'll, obviously I'll give you guys my rating at the end of the uh, review. Uh, but it is a pretty cliche, very standard uh, plot. You know, when it's like CG, CIA agents and stuff like that, like one of them is on the run. And they send out like the, the badass killer or whatever who's played by Chris Evans. It um, goes out to hunt, hunt him. This movie to me completely gave me... Uh, John Wick vibes. Not only just the story-wise, because in the story, it's like Chris Evans' character sends out a, a hit on Gosling's character, and all of a sudden, you got like these assassins going out and hunting Gosling wherever he's at. And that's obviously a familiar story with John Wick. I think it started on part two and continued on part three. What they failed here... And what they did right on the, the John Wick movies is that you actually saw that, all of that. Uh, all the, like, John Wick never really had time to rest. Like, he was always, like, when he was bleeding out and everything, like, someone's right there ready to shoot him. Or throughout the whole film, it was like that. Here, on the other hand, like, you see a montage of people who are actually going to go out there looking for him. And we only get, like, maybe a few characters going after him. So, like, I, I feel like they didn't really execute it that well right there. Maybe they might do a little bit better in the in the part two and the spinoffs and all that shit. But here, I think it felt like a little flat here for me. But they did try to go um, that John Wick uh, uh, route. And even some of the fighting and the choreography and, and the way the camera moved as how they how they were fighting gave me so much John Wick vibes. That I was like, okay, they were, they were just trying to go for that with, with this plot. But the plot is so damn basic that it's just kind of like, it's more just action-driven than anything. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, uh, let, let's get to the plot here, guys. Uh, so, in uh, 2003, senior CIA official Donald Fitzroy, that's um, Billy Bob Thornton's character, visits a convicted murderer murderer in prison who in 1995 was convicted of killing his abusive father as a minor, as a minor to protect his brother. Fitzroy offers the man his freedom in exchange for working as an assassin in the CIA's Sierra program. In 2021, on a mission in Bangkok, the murderer dubbed Sierra Six is ordered to assassinate a target suspected of selling off uh, national security secrets. Working with fellow CIA agent Danny Miranda, however, he is unable to do so stealthily without harming civilians and attacks the target directly, mortally wounding, wounding him. Before dying, the target reveals that he worked in the Sierra program at Sierra 4 and hands 6 an encrypted drive detailing the corruption of rising star CIA official uh, Denny Carmichael, who is also the lead agent on the assassination mission. 
Carmichael is elusive about the true purpose of the mission and the content of the drive when confronted by Six, leading to Six choosing to refuse evacuation from Bangkok with Carmichael's men. Starts off well, you know, like we get the uh, Billy Bob recruiting um, Gosling, and uh, and then we immediately see him, you know, uh, already on a mission. And we already got to know a little bit about him as far as, you know, we he's he's that that secret agent killer, but with with the heart of gold, basically, like you know that like he wants to do his missions, but also cares for the civilians around him, and so he doesn't want to harm people; he just wants to harm the bad guys. That was his whole thing. That was like that, like they just want to kill bad guys, and that's all he wants. You know, that's all he was taught. Like, just kill bad guys, but, you know, to him, it's like, you got to save civilians. My problem with this is that we immediately jump into a mission. I would have liked to see him, uh, a montage of him training, getting these these um, these skills that, that he has learned throughout this program. Because uh, all we know is that he just killed his dad, but that's it. Like, we didn't know, like, we didn't see the 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 growth as far as like how he developed these these CIA skills, these these assassin skills. We we don't see any of that. We just jumped to a complete mission out of nowhere, and that's the that's the thing that I just, I was like, ah oh, man, I was kind of hoping we saw like we saw that because like uh, uh, a movie I believe it's called American Assassin. That movie worked well because we saw him training throughout the film before he even got to any mission. We actually got to see what he's capable of doing. We just kind of, in this one, we just kind of get thrown in and uh, we don't see anything. We just kind of see, like, imagine watching Iron Man but never see the, the the development of the Iron Man suit. He just he just jumps in on a scene with the Iron Man suit. That movie would have been completely different if, if they had gone that route. But they didn't. They went the other route where they show the development uh, of, of Stark, uh, you know, building this suit and, and working on it and, like, you know, testing it out and all that stuff. And why, And that's why that movie worked so great. Here we just kind of get thrown in and all of a sudden we're supposed to believe that this guy has all these skills. But for the most part, it is definitely action-driven. So, like, the fact that they kind of immediately throw us in there and say, like, you know, uh, let's uh, let's just get the audience right away into into fighting stuff, uh, fighting uh, and action and gunplay and all that stuff. And this is why I'm talking about like Netflix needs to understand that it's okay to have action movies, but you gotta have a good story to go with it and a good uh, character development. Here you just kind of give us the same cliche shit, and this is why a lot of their movies aren't working or aren't sticking uh, with the audience right now. And, and I just hope they can change that soon, you know. Otherwise, I, man, it might go bankrupt, man. Uh, Six sends the drive to former Sierra program handler Margaret Carlisle uh, in, in Prague and requests extraction from a, a now-retired Fitzroy. Carmichael hires mercenary Lloyd Hansen, a former CIA agent, uh, kicked out of the agency for his sociopathic t- 
tendencies to track down Sick and retrieve the drive. Hansen does so by kidnapping Fitzroy's niece, Claire, in order to force Fitzroy to authorize Six's murder by the extraction team. However, Six kills them and escapes. Here's my problem right here. Another problem with this uh, right here as well. When Six calls Fitzroy and tells him, hey, look, we, I got a team here, that an extraction team that's willing to get you on a, on a cargo airplane and fly you out and, and escape. When uh, when Hanson, when Lloyd Hanson kidnaps the niece, by the way, Chris Evans is fucking awesome as a villain, dude. He should really do more villain uh, roles. Uh, I think out of, out of this movie, the best part to me was the fact that Chris Evans, Captain America, is a fucking villain in this one uh, throughout the film and a sociopath. And I thought it was hilarious to see him that way. But he also has a charismatic way of with this character that it was just hilarious to me but it was it was entertaining to see you know a cat that he's been playing captain america a role for like over a decade and all of a sudden he kind of switches and goes on the dark side and and becomes a villain and i thought it was great he should definitely play more villain roles in my opinion uh but anyways he forces fitzroy to call his extraction team and this time tells him kill him uh make it quick and all that when he made that call, the main head of the extraction team was on the Bluetooth, and he was away from uh, away from uh, uh, number six. And so when they when they got the orders, they slowly kind of went towards uh, six, and six all of a sudden was holding an extinguisher and completely extinguishes like, you know, fires it at the at the, at the extraction team. Knowing, like, I, the thing is, how the hell did he even know that they were going to come after him? Because his eyes were closed. and Like, how did he know, like, that that, that call was saying that they were going to kill him? It was just never really, it didn't really make sense to me. I, I get Six is supposed to be, like, a, a badass assassin, but uh, come on, man. Like, even, you know, if he would have just given us a shot of, like, him awake. And he was like close to close to them, and he heard like something, heard something, heard one of those calls or something like that, or had like some kind of hunch or a sense that they were gonna kill him. That'd have been better, but like the way they approached it was just ridiculous to me. I was like, come on, how the hell did you know? But of course, then we get um, basically uh, 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 about the same scene as that we get on the uh, uh, movie Charter, where they all fly out of the airplane, and and then we get this terrible CGI of of. <laughs> of uh, number six uh, flying in the air and like getting one of the guys, one of the uh, members, extraction team members and grabbing him before he shot off the, uh, the parachute and whatnot. But it looked terrible, dude. The CGI looked really bad um, in that scene. So uh, again, more action, but just not enough sense in the film. And it just, it, it kind of just really throws me off a little bit. Um, so, uh, once he found out, like once he landed and found out and everything, he calls. Um, uh, he call uh, he calls back to to Fitzroy, and that's how he finds out that Fitzroy kind of uh, set him up a little bit. Not really though, because Fitzroy is actually a good guy. Like if you were to, uh, he actually was trying to, you know, he actually does like six, but 
when they kidnapped his his niece, like he had no choice but to do that. So, and then of course he talks to he finds out that uh, uh, he finds out that that the niece was kidnapped. So that he was like, oh shit, okay. And then they get we get this <laughs> funny, pretty conversation with uh, Chris Evans and Gosling's character there. And then it cuts to the next scene, which is uh, frustrated. Carmichael sends his subordinate, Suzanne Brewer, to oversee Hansen and keep him in line. Uh, Hansen keeps Fitzroy and Claire hostage in a mansion in Croatia, where he has also based uh, his operations. Hansen additionally puts a bounty on Six's head to attract the world's best mercenaries and assassins to hunt him down. Six heads to uh, Vienna to receive new documents, but his contract, Laszlo Sosa, betrays him for the bounty. Six escapes just as Hansen arrives with his team and is subsequently rescued but taken captive by Miranda, whose reputation in, in its, uh, is in tatters following the Bangkok mission. Six convinces her to drive him to see Kaha, where she is able to decrypt the, the drive and discover the extent of Carmichael's corruption on behalf of a mysterious benefactor working for a shadow government. Uh, so again, the same thing, kind of like the uh, the John Wick thing. Uh, everywhere he goes, assassins are after him. All the safe house that he thought were safe are no longer safe, which is why uh, he got uh, he was trapped when he went to uh, Laz Laszlo Sosa. Which, by the way, the way he died was was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Like once Chris Evans' character and uh, and his crew came to pick him up. Uh, Laszlo was asking, like, "Where's my money?" And Evans' character immediately just kind of like with the with the silencer gun, just without even looking, he just kind of like shot him like three, four times, and they just kind of walked away and kind of like I was like, "Oh man, that was pretty badass." And he just kind of stood there like holy, because he was knitting, I believe, and he was just kind of like, "What the fuck?" And then ends up dying there. And of course, six uh, set up this somewhat of a bomb. Uh, um, somehow, I don't know how, like, I remember, like, he kind of unscrewed some things here and there and made it into a bomb. Again, we can't, I guess we have to kind of go along with it, but we just didn't see any of that. Like, we just have to believe it. We just have to go along with it. I, it just would have been better if you actually had shown us that. And they didn't. So, of course, uh, he ends up escaping. Uh, he ends up escaping there uh, with Miranda, and they end up teaming up together uh, to kind of expose uh, the truth and whatnot. And uh, Hansen uh, sends several teams of assassins to Kahal's home, leaving the terminal ill. Kahal sac to sacrifice herself to give Sick and Miranda the opportunity to escape after a further shootout in the streets of Prague. The two take refuge in a hospital where the mercenary Lone Wolf steals the drive from, the, from them and brings it to Hansen. Six and Miranda track down Claire uh, through the wireless signal broadcast from her pacemaker. With Miranda creating a distraction, Six infiltrates the mansion and rescues Fitzroy and Claire. Fitzroy is mortally wounded as they flee and sacrifices himself in a failed attempt to kill Hansen. Lone Wolf defeats Miranda uh, in a fight, but decides to give her the drive anyway, having uh, 
have become disgusted with Hansen's willingness to kill children and his lack of morals. Hansen manages to take Claire hostage and drags her into a hedge maze. After a standoff, Hansen lets go of Claire and uh, fights with Six. However, before Six can kill him, Hansen is shot and killed by Brewer, who tells Six that she plans to pin Carmichael's actions on Hansen in order to gain leverage over him. Furthermore, Brewer pledges Claire's safety, but only if Six continues to work for the CIA. Six and Miranda are forced to cooperate in the cover-up, where ultimately no action is taken against Carmichael. However, Six escapes custody and, and frees Claire, who is being held at a secret location. And then the movie's over. I think one of the best parts of the film, I thought, was uh, the duel between Six and, uh, and Hansen. Uh, I thought it was a great duel. Um, pretty good one. I, I, it was a nice choreography fight and everything like that. I thought it was nice. Uh, I also uh, liked basically towards the end. The towards the end was pretty cool. That like it's this like it was a house covered in like it was like a fortress basically. You got, like, machine guns, people with uh, other, like, agents with weapons and uh, guns and snipers and all that stuff before anybody can get in. Uh, I thought that scene, like, that whole fight scene throughout was, I thought it was good. It, it, it is an entertaining film, no doubt about it. It actually, like, that's all it really gives you, though. It's just the entertainment. If that's all you're looking for, like, if you just want to turn off your brain and just kind of watch a, uh, an action-packed movie, this is definitely for you, no doubt about it. But if you're looking for, for, um, for a story, you're looking for uh, character development. You won't, you will not find that anywhere here because everybody's, every, everybody outside of Gosling, well, a little bit of Gosling, pretty much are very cliche characters that we've seen in many, many movies. So they they don't do anything different or anything special in here, and so, um, and of course the lone wolf, they like. You know, he actually does defeat her, but he just, he's like, here, because uh, when he found out that Hansen was holding a girl hostage and more than likely will kill the girl, uh, he was disgusted by it. He even looked at him like, are you really going to kill a girl? And Hansen was kind of looking at him like, you know, don't test me, bro. Like, he's like, all right. So everything, once everything kind of went to shit, the lone wolf ended up getting the, the drive that was just laying there. And once he defeated Miranda, he's like, here, fine. I was like, why didn't he just do that? Why don't you just give her the damn thing, knowing full well you're going to leave anyways? But, of course, it's a movie. They wanted to, the movie was like, no, let's get a fight. And then he kind of just tells her, here, take it. So I was like, whatever, fine. Uh, but it was really wasn't necessary. But, of course, to keep the action going, they had a, they had a fight before he handed over the damn thing. Um, another thing that they didn't really mention here in Wikipedia, I also do like the fact that, because uh, people are like, as, as I was kind of talking about the, the plot, and never mentioned how they actually did show a little bit as far as how Six and um, and the little girl uh, mentioned the rescue. Uh, Claire. The little girl Claire. Uh they actually bonded in the movie. Like it showed, like, like it shows why why Six is so upset the fact that Claire was was uh, kidnapped, and then it shows like two years later, 
And then it shows that, that, that he actually had to babysit because Fitzroy had enemies. And they actually found out his address. And he wasn't going to be there, uh, which I don't understand why he couldn't just take in his niece, wherever the hell he's going. But I guess where he went must have been dangerous. Uh, instead, he had Six kind of basically babysit and, and protect her. And we do get a scene where actually uh, an assassin did go in and he ended up, Six ended up beating his ass. And, uh, but Claire actually did see like a little, like once he knocked him out, he saw that Claire was walking uh, in and he's like, oh no, we're good. Don't worry about it. But she could see obviously that someone's laying there. Like you can see a little piece of the foot, whatever, just sticking out. But then Claire, that's when Claire realizes like, oh shit, like, like he re he really will protect me. And of course they kind of had this bond and that's why he, when he freed himself, uh, he went, when he escaped, he, he freed Claire and took her, he took her under his wing and they just drove off and the movie was over. So, um, I did like that bond between them too. I, I was actually glad that they at least showed why he was upset. The fact that Claire, you know, was kidnapped. Uh, I, I get that he's, he's, he gets along with Fitzroy, but that's just not enough. You know, you're not even showing us how he gained his skills. The least you could do is show us how he got along with his niece and everything like that. So um, I thought I was glad they at least showed that. But so much of the action in this film could have been cut and just added, and they could have just cut it that, cut that, and added more to the developing character of of Gosling's character. Like after you release him, like put him through program training, like all this, and like have him, you know gain all these skills uh um but unfortunately we, we don't get we don't see any of that and it just sucks to me because we're like we're supposed to just go along with these characters we at least see also chris evans being an actual sociopath like when when they when the movie introduced us to chris evans's character he's actually like torturing someone so we immediately see like not, not only do we see him doing, actually doing what he's supposed to, like, what his character's supposed to be. Before that, some of the people were like, no, we don't want to bring Hanson in. He's a sociopath. Like, people already hyped him up as it is. And so, and to hype him up, to hype this character up, and then cut to him actually torturing people and doing all this other stuff, the way he talks, the way he, uh, you know, the way he talks, the way he moves, and whatnot, like, he seems like a sociopath. He seems like a real dangerous person. And that's why I think Chris Evans, to me, is like, is like the best part of this film. And him just playing the villain was just, it was great. It was great. And uh, another thing that I also did not like, though, is I, I would have liked the fact that, that Six had killed Hanson. Instead, we get this, um, uh, who was it? Uh, we get uh, Brewer to shoot him and kill him. And I, I was like, oh, come on. You, you, you took that away from Six? Like, like, you build this suspense of, like, these two will eventually meet each other and, and fight to the death. I mean, you even have them in the fucking front cover of the movie. <laughs> and for him to die, to get shot and killed by Brewer, I get that Brewer never liked Hanson and whatnot. And it actually mentioned that they had history, I guess, and whatnot, but... Because they also do argue. Every time they're together, they argue. They don't like each other and all that stuff. Okay, I get it. But she's not the main character. You should have had let Six kill Hanson. 
I mean, you even you even kind of hyped it up with like telling like six telling Claire, oh, don't worry, it's just another Tuesday, and winks at her and tells her like it's all good. I'm I'm gonna get him, and and you instead you kind of just pull the rug un from under us and you have Brewer shoot him instead. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And and, and six almost had him. He was choking him out. I thought he was gonna fucking break his neck, and but before he could do anything, he Brewer shot him. I was like, oh my god, like all that build up. Just to for that to happen, I was just like, "Shit, man, come on, you you robbed us there." So, uh, um, all in all, guys, it's an it's an okay film. It's not the, like like I said, if you're looking for an action packed, you know, nonstop action, no story, you don't care about story, you don't care about character development, you don't care about any of that, you just want action and 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 gunplay and all this other shit. Like, then by all means, check it out. It's on Netflix. Uh, but for me, will I watch it? I'll just, as I mentioned, I'll, I would if I would watch it again, uh, it would really just to have it like in the background, maybe like if, like if I'm doing something else, but I have it in the background, that's fine. I don't mind, I guess. Um, or if like, you know, if I go to someone's house and, and this movie's playing, I'm not going to tell them, hey, turn this shit off. You know? Of course not, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, it's, we're in their own. But nonetheless, I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. It's one of those movies that I'm like, okay, Sure, I, I, you know, I don't mind it. Um, it's, eh, it's okay. So, uh, yeah, let's get to my rating here. Uh, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a six point five out of ten. So it's borderline to me. Uh, I almost gave it a seven. Honestly, I almost gave it a seven, seven simply because Chris Evans' character was hilarious. I actually liked how he approached this character. He completely flushed this character out. And, and and made it his own in a way. Um, and he definitely played a very good sociopath. So uh, I almost gave it there, but I, I, it just sucks how the story was just plain. It was kind of eh. So uh, that's why, unfortunately, I'm just going to give it at 6.5. So I just dropped it uh, uh, down a notch. But it's borderline. It's okay. Nothing too crazy. Uh, it, it's kind of one of those been there, done that again. Like I said, they... They definitely took a lot from the John Wick uh, movie, a lot of it. Um, but uh, when they try to make it their own, I guess they kind of failed a little bit there. So uh, it's okay. Like I said, it's it's. I prefer this one definitely over Interceptor, because these two movies both are action packed. But Interceptor was I was bad all around. This one, however, you have two characters that are actually like somewhat, you know, are actually likable to watch. Like they're okay, and they're not too too damn cliche. They're not, you know, over the top at times. Like, uh, like unlike Interceptor, that one's just terrible. At least this one, I prefer this one ten times over the <laughs> over Interceptor. So uh, take that as you will. Um, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, guys. That's my review for uh, The Gray Man. Uh, let me know on Instagram. I'm going to post it in a little bit. Uh, let me know on Instagram if you've seen this movie. What did you think of this movie? Did, do you agree? Did you disagree with my review, my rating, anything like that? Uh, let me know, guys. Let me know. I, I don't mind uh, seeing someone else's opinion and, and see how they looked at it, how they see the, the, how they saw the movie. and uh, I don't mind that, so... Uh, yeah, let me know, guys. Uh, again, uh, Instagram, spoiler underscore reels. Check it out right there. Uh, and that, oh, so yeah, 6.5. So yeah, uh, it's 
average. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna do the applause or the booing sound, but it's average, so I don't know what I what I would play that. So nah. all right. Uh all right guys, <laughs> that is it for my review. I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast. Uh anybody that's that's listening to this, please uh share this podcast, let people know about this podcast. Uh, I'm doing my best. I really want to get uh, equipment to make this podcast better. Um, so uh, just uh, work with me, guys. Work with me. I'm, I'm doing my best. <laughs> so, all right, guys. I'll uh, catch you guys on the next episode.